You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. Can I be too white to save? Should the color of my skin determine whether or not I receive life-saving health care? You know, I've, I've been criticized uh, for pointing out that, that, you know, the most blatant and really accepted racism policies in, the, in this country are really against whites. Uh, both, both, I would say, in, in private companies like Lowe's and Uber, um, to even governmental contracts that are solely on the basis of, of a person's skin. That's how they're given out. And when I point this out, many just simply discard it as, well, that's not really racism. That's racism, racism that's okay. It's, it's balancing the field. It's balancing the scales, leveling the field. Um, that, that's, that's not really racism, Doug, but you know, I, I've, I've often thought that, you know, what would I do if I lived in a place that did not, did not really honor God's given rights and freedoms that we have in this country today? What would I do if, if I lived in a country even today, there's countries today around the world that do not honor our, our God-given rights and freedoms whether it be freedom of speech, freedom of religion, whatever the case may be, what would I do if I lived in one of those places, uh, not, not just even in, in, in another time, but even today in another place that d- doesn't honor those? What would I do? Would I, would I stand up for those freedoms? Would I stand up for what is godly? Or you know, would I kowtow? And I've always, I've always thought that I would not kowtow, that I would always stand up for what is godly and what is biblical. And, you know, this, this podcast is not going to be about, let me just say it right up front, it's not going to be about the COVID vaccine or its effectiveness or even, even vaccines in general. We're not going to talk about that. It's not what, we're, what, what this is about today. This is about people in power in our country that have completely different worldviews from, from my own or others. There are two distinct distinctly different worldviews that we're talking about here. One that says that there is no God, and one that says that there is definitely a higher authority. And you can see the difference in how people think. You can see that those that believe in a God, that, that, we, that, we're, that we're here because we're created by that God. Someone who doesn't believe in a God obviously says that, that we evolved from you know, gases combining together. Uh, someone who who believes in a god thinks that there there is such thing as morals that there there is uh, a good and 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 bad um, because of of what God has said and shown us and guided us through. But somebody who doesn't believe in that god, of course, they're you know they're they're what benefits them is what's going to take priority. Of course, you know life has value to someone who believes in in God, but. If we don't believe in a God, then we're just here by accident. We have a purpose here. If we believe that God created us and, and he created us for a reason, then we have purpose. We have even a purpose. But one who doesn't believe in God, well, life really has no purpose. Everything that we do has meaning if we believe in a God. But to someone who doesn't believe in a God, of course, you know the ends justify the means. And we, we see, I mean, I could go on and on. But we see really in someone who doesn't believe in, in, in a God, there really is a selfishness that, that really 
perpetuates every decision that they make and the things that they support. You know, I, I don't want to be arrested for doing something illegal, they might say. So let's defund the police. <laughs> but the, of course, you know, it doesn't uh, matter if, if it hurts, you know, the, the victims of a, of a crime. You know, I, I want to gain a political clout by showing just how woke I am and, 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 and how much I care for people by not you know, convicting those who steal and are poor. You know, we, we see that in, in what Seattle's trying to do right now. The city of Seattle trying to to pass uh, regulations that that basically say if you steal something and you sell it or you at least try to sell it for money and you need money, then we're not going to convict you. But that, of course, just doesn't even take into account who they stole that from. You see, no matter what you think of the COVID vaccine, those in charge of the distribution of that vaccine believe that it will save lives. Okay, so let's let's go from here with this podcast. That I don't care what you believe about the vaccine at this point. That's not that's not our point here today. The point is that those that are distributing it believe that it saves lives. So let's let's take that into account. And I ask you to take into account everything that I just said about worldview and that type of thing when you when 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 we go over what we're about to go over. Okay, in this country. We look at the CDC for, for our guidelines on, on who should get the vaccine and, and who should get it even first, right? Uh, and as many uh, saw, on, uh, Tucker Carlson talked about this uh, here just a, a couple days ago, uh, that these decisions could mean life and death to people. I mean, it, if, if someone is getting a vaccine, and, and this, this vaccine obviously is uh, you know, something that, that is going to save their lives, uh, then if you don't get the vaccine in time and you die because you got COVID, then then the decision for you to not get the vaccine or not even have access to that vaccine then cost you your life. In other countries around the world, uh, they're vaccinating their elderly first because COVID affects them in a far uh, greater way. We know from uh, all the numbers that, uh, that if you're over 65, that you are at a higher risk than anyone else. If you're under 65, then the, the numbers just drop off the table when it comes to mortality rates and, the, and this type of thing. And so when we look at other countries, whether it be you know, the UK or anywhere else, we see that who, who's getting this vaccine. And I know there's uh, obviously there's, there's a couple of them now uh, that, that, that we've seen come out uh, that have been approved by the, um, you know, by, by the federal government. And when we see these other countries and how they're distributing, they're distributing them to the elderly first because they're the most at risk. But the CDC's advisory committee on immunization and practices recommends and has recommended to not vaccinate the elderly. Because why? Because they are too white. Okay, I repeat. The CDC has recommended that not the elderly get it first. Why? Because the elderly are too white. And you may say, okay, Doug, you've gone off your rocker. I'm turning the podcast off. This is just nuts. But I can back this up. Okay, The CDC's own advisory committee on vaccines last month unanimously approved recommendations for, for Dr. Kathleen Dooling. And according to her and her recommendations, 
and the ones that they approved unanimously, okay? Dr. Kathleen Dooley, she, in her own presentation, admitted that more lives would be saved if the elderly were a priority in accessing the vaccine, okay? So she already has said that if the elderly have access to the vaccine, that more lives would be saved. But this is not what she recommended. She she did not recommend that they get the vaccine early. Why? Quote, because racial and ethnic minority groups are underrepresented among adults 65 and over. Unquote. So what she's saying is, because our elderly in this country, those that are over 65, are more white than anything else, they should not get the vaccine first. According to this panel, okay, the CDC panel, non-healthcare essential workers should be prioritized and should not uh, and should get the vaccine first. So non-healthcare essential workers should get this vaccine first, not to, not the elderly. And why? Why would that be the case? Here's their quote. Racial and ethnic minority groups are disproportionately represented in many essential industries, unquote. Again, they should they should be getting this over the elderly because there are more non-white people in these industries, these essential industries, and thus they should get it first based on the color of their skin. Dr. Kathleen Dooling's presentation concluded with the, uh, with the CDC with giving the vaccine on the basis of the skin color of the person. That is that they would, quote, mitigate health inequities, unquote. That's why. This is, this is very disturbing. This is eugenics. The, the improving of, a, of the human race by advocating for the improvement of the population's ge- genetic composition. You see, in this case, by race. You know, the belief here in eugenics is that the world would be a better place if it was less white. Eugenics was, uh, was condemned, of course, and rightfully so, when Nazi Germany did it. So why not here? In Nazi Germany, they, they had this exact type of thing and, and, and idea and philosophy when they said that life unworthy of life should be terminated. You see, they were literally terminating the life of prisoners that uh, included you know, what they called degenerates, dissidents, people with cognitive uh, and physical disabilities, which included people like feeble-minded people, they, they called them, uh, manic depressives, um, you know, cerebral palsy people, uh, muscular dystrophy, deaf, blind, homosexual, idle, insane, and even weak people, they would call them. And they would just do away with them because they were trying to improve their race. They were trying to improve people by getting rid of these people. And that's eugenics. That's what we're talking about here. This is what we're seeing. This is what has crept into this society. According to an interview 
with the New York Times this month, Harold Schmidt, an expert on medical ethics and vaccination with the University of Pennsylvania, advised the CDC, quote, Older populations are wider. Society is structured in a way that enables them to live longer. Instead of giving additional health benefits to those who already had more of them, we can start to level the playing field a bit. Unquote. Intentionally causing people's death, or at least not even saving their lives because of the color of their skin, is that okay? That is not okay. This is, this is someone who is advising the CDC and is the head of medical ethics and vaccination at the University of Pennsylvania is saying this. The same New York Times article quoted Mark Lip, uh, Liptix at, um, he's an epidemiologist, which is, of course, the study of diseases at Harvard, as saying that he thinks that teachers should not be considered for the vaccine first because, quote, teachers have middle-class salaries, are very often white, and they have college degrees, unquote. So, if you have, you know, the wrong skin color, you're not essential. You shouldn't get the vaccine. These are disturbing things. These are things that you you should be seeing, you should be hearing, and you should be saying, this is wrong. And as you know, probably know anyway, this podcast originates on the West Coast. And we have even seen our politicians here saying these these very things and using this this very attitude in the distribution of of the vaccine. Uh, California Governor Newsom, in fact, said that the color of someone's skin would be a factor in when they would get the vaccine. Um, If you want to look at Oregon, Rachel Banks is uh, the Oregon Health Authority's public division director. And she said of the distribution of of the vaccine, quote, we have a variety of ways to ensure there is an equitable distribution, both geographically and particularly focused on our communities of color who've seen unfair, disproportionate, impact from COVID-19, unquote. The Oregon Health Authority defines these these communities that that she's talking about here of color as, quote, black, indigenous, Latino, Latina, Latinx, Pacific Islander, and tribal communities, unquote. This is so disturbing. And it's not just Oregon. According to MSNBC, 53 percent of all states with plans for vaccine distribution mention incorporating racial equity. You see, not we're, we're not talking about dis- distributing the um, the vaccine on the basis of science here. We're, we're not talking about about how people might get this vaccine just you know based on science or or you know who who's who's the weakest who who's it affect the most that's that's being thrown out the window and it's simply being looked at and said if you have the right skin color if you are the right race then you get it for or vice versa if you have the wrong skin color and you are of the wrong race then you don't get life-saving health care you see, increasingly, 
people's identity and worth are based on the color of their skin in our country. This is not biblical. This is not something that we can let stand. You can't say that, oh, well, this is okay because, you know, there was slavery all these, you know, decades ago or whatever, and, and, and we're just leveling the playing field now. This is flat out in your face racism. And this is not something that, that we can, as Christians, stand up and say, I'm going to turn a blind eye. I am not going to look at this and say that this is wrong because, because it is wrong. This is, this is unbiblical behavior, and this is coming straight from the leaders who have been put into place and are responsible for things like health care, for things like, like the, the, the lives of our elderly. This is not right. This is so wrong. And I, I would love love to hear anyone who says that based on the color of someone's skin that this that that you should be able to get life-saving measures what how does that how does how is that anywhere biblical it's not and i would say that 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 if you believe that this is not something that's going to affect you it is affecting you now and will continue to affect you going forward and 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 I, and I'm not talking about. I mean, this could be any race. We're not talking about just a, a white race thing here. This could be any race. If if this were in reverse, where we were saying, you know, I I think I think black people should not get this vaccine first. That that if you're white, you need to get it first because you're better off. Or you know whatever whatever it, whatever it, the case may be, if it's based on the color of your skin and not on science, then how in the world could this be correct? And how could in the world could this not be flat out racism? And I'm going to call it out, and I'm going to call it out every time I see it. I have said before that I'm going to call it out every time I see it. And it doesn't matter what race it is. If it's a racist policy, it's a racist policy. Period. And when it's based on the color of someone's skin, it's racist policy. And let's stand up against this kind of thing. Let's let's fight for God-given rights here that says that all people are created equal, that God created each one of us individually and differently. Every single person that, that God created has is unique in some way. Every single person that's ever existed on the face of the earth is created uniquely. And we shouldn't be going off the color of someone's skin as as their identity. Wouldn't it be nice if we went off their character instead of the color of their skin when identifying someone? You see, we all have value. And it doesn't matter the color of our skin. And it shouldn't matter. But right now, it kind of does matter to those that are in charge in many areas. Let's fight against this. This unbiblical policy and this unscriptural idea that this is okay because it's not. Thank you for listening. And if you have any comments... Uh, you you like what I had to say, you don't like what I had to say, 
please let us know. We love the communication. Communication is always a great thing. And, uh, and that it can be done at our email address. And that is fouruncommonsense at gmail.com. That's four, F-O-R, uncommonsense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.